You're listening to the Oh Happy Day podcast, where we have conversations about faith in the wedding industry. I'm Allie McCroskey, a wedding photographer and your host. If you're in need of a little encouragement or want to learn about how faith impacts your work in the wedding world, you're in the right place. Hi, friends. Summer is almost here. The day that I am recording this, I think I have to pack two, maybe three more school lunches, and that is it. And if you are a parent, you understand the struggle of making sandwiches at six in the morning. But as we kind of wrap up the spring season of the podcast, I put a poll on Instagram sort of asking you what you wanted the last episode of the spring season to be about. And most of you voted that I share what I'm currently learning in this season of life and business. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And honestly, as I sort of process the episodes from this spring, I first need to say a big thank you to all of our guests because the conversations that I have had with all of you really have sparked a lot of deep and reflective thought and conviction in my own life. Uh, I end up listening to the episodes probably about three times, sometimes maybe four, before they actually go live. So it's just a good repetitive reminder to me um, when I am listening to all the wisdom that our guests have shared. So I am going to share four things that I am learning right now in my spiritual and business life. Number one, I realized sometime maybe last year that my business had become a bit of an idol for me in several ways, and I sort of have been figuring out what to do about that. Around Easter this year, I was reading the passage in Luke 22, where Peter denies knowing Jesus. And that moment in scripture is so heartbreaking for me, particularly, I think it's in verse 61, where it says that Jesus was looking right at Peter when Peter was denying knowing him. And I just wondered, you know, why did Peter do that after everything that he had been through with Jesus? And it was because he was afraid. You know, Peter was afraid of the consequences of admitting that he knew Jesus. And that just really hit home for me personally. And, and I would guess for a lot of us, you know, I see so many Christians in the wedding industry that are afraid to share their faith or even admit that they're Christians because they're afraid of losing their business or of their faith negatively impacting their business. You know, I definitely struggle with that over the years until I got to the point where I realized that I was choosing my business over Jesus. You know, it's pretty simple. You know, I think if you asked me or if you asked another believer in the wedding industry, do you love your business more than Jesus? We would say no, right? But do our choices reflect that? Are we running our businesses to get rich or to get famous? Or are we running our businesses as an avenue to share the love of Christ with our clients and fellow vendors? Are we running our businesses to help redeem and restore God's creation through creating art and beauty? And are we running our businesses to serve people in a way that Jesus serves us? 
you know, and I'll be honest, that pull is there to only want to shoot weddings of a certain aesthetic quality, to gain a certain number of Instagram followers, or to get published, whatever it is for you, you know, but I've gotten more and more aware of that. And I've had to bring myself back to the main thing. I am here on this earth to be a disciple of Jesus, to love God, and to love others. And if being open about my faith negatively impacts my business, then that is okay. Because my business is not the prize that I am running after. You know, as Christians, we have the best, most beautiful message in the entire world. And yet we are so scared to share it because our priorities are messed up. So all that to say, I am working on not being afraid anymore. And I hope you will join me in that. All right. Since just started out with a bang, didn't we? Uh, Number two, kind of jumping off of that uh, point about my business being an idol. You know, I realized that I was not being obedient to a pretty important command of scripture, and that is rest. If you read about Sabbath or rest in the Bible, you know, it's something that God takes pretty seriously, particularly in the Old Testament. And I realized that this pressure that I felt that everything was all up to me in my business was not only completely self-imposed, it was completely wrong. You know, whatever I have in my business comes from God. Not because I came up with the perfect Instagram post, not because I got published in a magazine, not from doing a certain number of weddings in a year or a certain caliber of weddings. You know, we struggle with resting because we don't believe that God will provide for us, that He will come through for us. But what I've learned is that God orchestrated all of creation to actually be more fruitful and more productive when we rest. You know, there's all kinds of examples. There are studies that show when we get enough sleep, our brains are actually more productive and creative the next day. That when you rest a field or fallow a field of soil when you're farming, It actually gives the soil time to replenish the nutrients and then will produce a more fruitful crop later on. You know, I bake a lot of bread in the off season and even in baking, letting bread rest after the work of kneading it gives it time to grow and rise. You know, that just blows my mind that God literally gave us all these examples in creation to show us that his way is best. God knew that rest and Sabbath would be good for us, and yet we ignore such an easy command to follow. You know, every time I skip reading my Bible or praying in the morning to jump straight into work, I basically am telling God that I don't trust him, and I'm choosing my business over him. When Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, he is telling me, and you, that his way of doing things doesn't involve striving. It involves trust. And it results in deep, soulful rest. Do we really believe that God's way is how life works best? And if we do, why aren't we living that way? 
Or why aren't I living that way? And I tell you what, if we really have a problem with rest, then ultimately we have a problem with the gospel. You know, I was listening to a Tim Keller sermon a few weeks ago on work and rest, and he talks about that. You know, the whole concept of salvation is that Jesus accomplished it all for us. And so we do nothing. And if we're in that trap of feeling like we have to earn and strive for our worth, that basically is the opposite of what the gospel is telling us. And I don't know about you, but that was super convicting for me. All right, number three. This one actually came about through several conversations with guests this season. And it's that I want to be more aware of and reliant on the Holy Spirit. You know, there was a couple of our guests where we were talking about listening to the Holy Spirit, and I realized that it was not something that I did very well throughout the day, and definitely not in my work. You know, in Scripture, the very first person to be filled with the Holy Spirit was actually an artist and craftsman. There was a guy named Bezalel in Exodus 31, and it says that he was filled with the Spirit to create things for the tabernacle. God cared about beauty so much that he filled an artist with his spirit to enable him to create the most beautiful things possible to help people worship him and to know something about his character. You know, should we not, as believers, be asking the Holy Spirit for help when we create something? Imagine what beauty we might be missing out on simply because we are trying to do it by ourselves and for ourselves instead of with God's help and for his glory. You know, as believers, we should be making the best stuff because we have the Holy Spirit as a helper. All right, number four. I know this is going to shock some of you, but I have realized my best work and contributions to this world is not going to happen on social media. I know, this is just mind-blowing, but... I don't know if any of y'all needed that reminder as well. You know, not only is the podcast taking a summer break, but I am taking the month of July off social media for both of my businesses. You know, I don't know about y'all, but the pressure of feeling like I need to post something all the time and Honestly, the addiction of just mindlessly scrolling through my phone when I could be doing something else more productive needs to be broken. John Piper has a quote that says, one of the great uses of Twitter and Facebook will be to prove at the last day that prayerlessness was not from lack of time. And when I heard that quote a couple months ago, it just made me feel gross. I just feel like I am consuming more and more mindless junk. And then I wonder why I don't feel like I have anything to give creatively or spiritually. So I don't know if any of you have ever taken an extended break from social media, but I am really excited about all the free time I will have from not watching baby goat videos until like 11 at night. Might actually, you know, learn something or create something more worthwhile. All right. That was a lot. I think I prefer the episodes where we have a guest and I don't have to do all the talking. But this summer, when I am taking a break, I will be praying for and planning for the fall episodes of the podcast. 
But in the meantime, I would love to ask you three favors. Number one, if you have a favorite episode from this spring, could you please share it on social media? Christian vendors are notoriously tricky to find because back to point number one, people are scared and they put, you know, a Latin phrase in their Instagram bio and that's the only, you know, nod to their faith that I can find. So I want to reach as many believers in the wedding industry as possible and a lot of y'all are friends with them. So please share whatever episode convicted you or was encouraging to you. Uh, Number two, if you are a believer in the wedding industry, come join our Facebook group. I'm going to link it in the show notes. It's just a discussion group of like-minded vendors to sort of chat with and encourage each other, but we would love to have you. And then number three, if you know of a Christian caterer or pastry chef in the wedding industry, please email me or DM me. I always try and have a variety of vendors every season, but for some reason, this has been the trickiest to find. I just have not been able to find anyone. I know about a million photographers uh, that could be potential guests, but I always like to have a variety. So if you know of a caterer or pastry chef um, that is a believer in the wedding industry, please send them my way. I think that's it, friends. Can't believe the spring season is already wrapping up, but I hope all of you have a wonderful summer. Don't forget to take a break. And I'm so excited to come back in September with lots of new and encouraging guests for all of you that we can listen to when we are working our way through the fall wedding season. Have a happy day, friends, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to our conversation today, friends. If you'd like to connect, you can find us on Instagram at ohappydaypodcast or online at ohappydaypodcast.com. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, it would mean the world if you would leave us a rating or review or share about the podcast on Instagram so we can reach as many wedding friends as possible. Until next time.